Thursday edition. I was trying to, before the show started on a Thursday on the road at Cavens Group, I was trying to do the math in my head on hours to kick off in the Chick-fil-A on 12th Avenue Southeast countdown clock. But then I realized I struggle enough with the countdown clock, proudly sponsored by Chick-fil-A, and it has days. I don't think I want to try to add the hours to it because I was told there would be no math on the show today. What's going on, Josh? How are you on this Thursday? Morning, man. How uh, I'm doing well. How was your Wednesday night? How are you? Well, you know, Wednesday is my favorite day of the week now. Number one, you feel like you're over the hump. Number two, we have a good get-together of fellowship and friends and community on Wednesday nights. So I got to sit around and talk some Sooner football last night. I, uh, By the way, my man Trevor Anderson uh, and, uh, and Sean, they're, they're probably so done with me because they made the mistake of saying something along, along, along the lines of, playing football, what's going on? About an hour later, nah, nah, it's fine, Gary, whatever. What's how you want to come on, by the way, Gary? What works? 10, 10, 30, 9, 9, Okay, perfect. Gary's coming on in 20 minutes. But I'm so fired up about this team, Josh, and just intrigued by all the different storylines that I, first of all, I can't stop talking in, in the intrigue and excitement about it, which bodes well since we have two hours and 55 minutes still to fill on the show today. And it's planned out. Don't worry. We got information. I'm just, I'm so excited for Saturday, man. I, I can't think of any other way to put it, right? I'm, I'm pumped tonight, and we're going to talk about the games tonight. But the idea the idea that you finally get to wash that taste of six and seven out of your mouth and the, the energy that seems to surround, can we use the term quiet confidence from the, uh, the Oklahoma Sooner coaching staff that we've talked about quite a bit? I mean, dude, I, you ask how my night was. I started talking Sooner football at what, Trevor, about 630 last night? I don't think I shut up until I fell asleep. I don't think I stopped consuming Oklahoma content. Uh, you know, podcasts that I like to listen to dropped. So I listened to those last night, went back, and I was listening to the, the Coach's Corner, which is going to air tonight. We were excited last year with BV, right? Understandably so, his first year in that 3-0 and start. But the intrigue of this season, man, I don't know how else to put it except just to say I'm jacked. How could you not be? It's here. We've been waiting so long for it. The uh, frustrations of last season, it's time to exercise all of those. So, yeah, it's it's giddy up. It's go time. So, it's um, in case you can't tell, basically what I'm setting you up for is if you like Sooner football, I think this is the show for you today. So, with that in mind, I have a very – anything else you, you, you want to get to from last night? That we needed to talk about, Josh? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, okay, Did you have high school last night? You had a coach's show, right? Norman North football Norman. show, Crosstown Clash tonight. Mm. K-Rep Cavens, Sports. Cavens Group bringing you That's right. the Crosstown Clash. Let's go. That's giving back to the community, people. So that's coming up. Oh, Sports Center. Yeah, Sports Center in the middle. I've only seen it 12 times. I need to watch it again. <laughs> but I uh, 
I sat at the high school, but obviously my over-the-top Lincoln Hawk grip is on Saturday. I'm excited about Florida, Utah, and UCF to see, you know, I'll watch a game that's probably going to be played in the rain. I, uh, I'm more, uh, I'm a little bit more, say, Ben Johnson on roids in a race for Oklahoma than I am Florida, Utah. So with that in mind, I have a very simple depth chart question. You ready? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Sorry, if you were waiting for a response, yes. I was. It wasn't rhetorical. I just wanted to make sure because I feel like, I feel like we fought our way through, royally, the decision at, at running back, which again, looks like everyone is is back. But there's been significant time missed in camp for a couple of dudes, so I. I think it's a great I think it's a great motivational piece. But then again, let's remember in years past we've seen guys that we didn't necessarily think would be the dude that end up being the dude. But that's not where my question is, Josh. That's not where my question. Here's my question. Why why is why is and help me out on the text line. Why do people seem to be so up in arms with Walker and Major based on the eye test or what they've seen or the excitement over Barnes and and Sawchuck and, and Hicks? And, you know, like I said, I was impressed with what I saw of Smothers. Now, he wasn't doing a ton, but I'm easily wowed. But yet everyone just... It's like, oh, yeah, Justin Harrington, he's going to be the guy. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be awesome. He's going to have a great year. I'm not saying it won't be. I don't think part of that is one of the smartest football minds we know. And Teddy Lehman has said, hey, he's been the best defensive player in camp. But, and if there has been, I, again, I've, I haven't seen that backlash. And maybe it was because Ted had prepared you for it right here on the ref. But are you... I mean, it's almost as if it's just accepted that, yeah, he beat out the guy that everyone was talking about that was the preseason newcomer of the year, and that's just kind of embraced while everyone else is freaking out about the way that the the, the, the depth chart looks at running back. Am I, am I missing that? Because you would think we've been – the same things that have been said about Marcus Major in the past have been said about Justin Harrington, right? And at the very least – Majors carry the ball in games. We've hardly seen Harrington, and everyone is just like, oh, yeah, that's that's it. He beat out Deshaun McCall. It happens. Am I, am I missing the outrage on that, or have we already rushed and pushed through all the depth chart outrage we need to have? Honestly, part of it might be because the messenger was Teddy Lehman. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. On Justin Harrington. But it uh, it's an interesting point that, that you bring up in that regard because, there, yeah, there's – similarities Marcus Major's kind of that guy offensively Harrington's that guy defensively and then the other part of it I think is but again you could make this argument for McCullough too we were sort of myself I'm guilty of this I thought Javante Barnes Gavin Sanchuk one two to start this season we all offseason kind of thought that would be the way it would go and it hasn't gone that way and so in some circles it's a little bit Shocking that Marcus Major and Tommy Walker are up top, but they went and earned it, man. Do we think they're going to be up there at the end of the season? Maybe not. I don't know. Um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm not as upset over it as some. But then again, we've been hearing nonstop about how good of a camp major has had. And then you learn, at least for me, I, like I said, I, I went to practice to make sure that I understood guys and numbers and who looked like what. I didn't go there to try to get any inside information. And I, and I just found myself looking at, all right, well, so now that we've learned a couple of guys have mispracticed, so it makes sense why this might look like it does there. But probably the other biggest shock, it's just like, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's because Teddy said so. And people know Teddy's not blowing smoke. He's not going to build a guy up just because someone said, hey, Ted, listen, go on the radio. You need to build this guy up. He needs it for his confidence, right? (laughs) Or something of that nature. When he delivers a message and says, this guy has been the hit of camp, I think everyone just kind of accepts it, and they should, right? Right, because uh, he's, he's, first of all, been out at practice yeah, and, and has, has seen these guys. And then uh, second of all, I choose to believe that, uh, yeah, Teddy's pretty well connected. Got a so, good idea what's going on. Yeah, I mean, listen, I just am trying to find reasons why the guy that we heard about being the most massive difference maker to enter from the portal and a portal All-American is not at the top of the depth chart out of position and everyone just accepts it. But yet you act like some of you, you know who you are, you act like someone stole something from you with the way that it looked at running back. It's like, well, just calm down a little bit. Here's the bottom line, though, more than anything else, Josh. And I think this is this is where it all and what it all boils down to. We're going to see a lot of guys play. Simple as that. And if we don't, then something has gone dramatically wrong. You can be mad about a guy here or a guy there or what this looks like or what that looks like. But, you know, we're now two days removed from it being released. We've got the explanations from Brent Venables. There's competitions that are still going on. We know there's been a few guys that, you know, maybe have been a little bit dinged up and need to heal. But for the most part, I hate saying this with my alma mater on the schedule, but seems should be 3-0 without too much of a sweat, too much of an issue, right? I hate saying that. I know that sounds arrogant. But at the very least, let's say, they should be rolling on Saturday. They should be rolling on Saturday against Arkansas State. So well, you should see a lot of guys. And you nailed it. I mean, the non-conference schedule, if this team is what we hope or expect them to be, then no, there shouldn't be a lot of resistance. And frankly, there probably shouldn't be until you get to Texas. Yeah. Boy, what is speaking of that, I listened yesterday to the Matt Campbell press conference. They still don't have answers, Josh. He can't talk about it. And it it was one of the more depressing press conferences I've ever listened to in my life before a season opener. Now, Matt Campbell's not Mr. Energy, but when you think about what is that, game four on the Sooner schedule, I mean, you're right. That went from one of those games you're like, hey, man, this is not the Iowa State of old. So this team should be 3-0, 4-0 without too much of an issue going into – wait, is Cincinnati week four or is Iowa State week four? Hold on, help my math. Flip-flop them, yeah. Flip, C- okay, okay. Cincinnati four, the, Iowa State five. Okay, this team at the well, – and, and they should be Cincinnati. But 5-0 and oh, going into to Texas. If they're not, then we got bigger issues that would definitely fuel this show in a way that I am not hoping, Josh. 
<laughs> I don't put you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. But just a thought, just a thought to open the show today. Just had to bring it up. Just had to ask you. I'm not crazy, right? There hasn't been too much pushback on that defensive side of the depth chart, right? No. And, okay. you know, Eric Bailey said something yesterday that sort of resonated with me on that front. With Desan McCullough, I, I think, again, a little bit guilty of he's so talented he's just going to step right in and, mm-hmm. and be the cheetah. And it's a position change for him. I mean, he's, he's learning how to be back there at cheetah. So Harrington's had the seat time. And, oh, by the way, he's very talented in his own right. Probably jumped the gun a little bit in thinking that McCullough would be totally ready right away. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to learn this defense and to master it. So there you go. Just a thought off the top. No need to expand any further, but with the understanding that you're seeing guys rewarded for taking advantage of availability. And one, and two, having an expert level. And if we're talking Madden football, they're playing at an all-Madden level when it comes to the understanding of the schemes, offensively and defensively. All right, 917. Plank Show is at Cavens Group on a Thursday. Gary's going to join us coming up at the bottom of the hour, so we'll take an early look at the very active Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Josh, question before we break. How in do you want to go on these games tonight? How how and all in or just touch on it here and there? Oh, man, I, it's, yep. I think we got to – Dive in. Football's back. Let's go. All right, because I'm intrigued by three games tonight in college football. And obviously the big game that we've got covered uh, right here on our flagship in Norman, 99.3 FM and 1400 AM, the Crosstown Clash presented by Cavens Group. That is, what time, 6.30 with your pregame show? 6.30 pre, 7.30 kick. Here we go. KRFsports.tv. Text or next on the refs. The ground. It's Plank Show. All right, welcome back to the Plank Show. Great, great text messages. So we'll hit that Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line in a second because Gary Cavins just rolled in. He said, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, game day tonight. Are you ready? It's, it's game day. It's game day in Norman today. Thank you. I think that I, I say that from everyone, Norman, Norman North, and obviously with our station, really cool to see you step up with the sponsorship of this Crosstown Clash tonight. Uh, allowing it to be played inside the stadium. And it's another magnification of Cavens Group. And, Gary, you and Jess consistently giving back to the community. 100%. We're super thrilled to be a part of this, and we are super thrilled to be able to step in and and help be the sponsor of this game. And, um, you know, we, uh, me and Jessica are both from Norman. We uh, both went to uh, Norman Public Schools so that we are thrilled to be a part of this. And um, we're excited for tonight to – see the game play out and in live action and uh, uh we're really excited about it so we got you know we got big game day here in norman mm-hmm. today and then we got big game day in norman on saturday from uh from are you prepared for all the hard questions josh is going to ask you uh if you come on during the pregame interview tonight are you doing a pre- josh yes. are we doing pregame, yeah, pre-game? are it. you ready josh you got all the hard-hitting questions for gary Oh, yeah, yeah, Josh. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm ready to welcome him to the hot stove. Okay. That's right. right. You know, if I find my way up there, he may get lost a few times. (laughs) Good luck. Just just go (laughs) to – which one is it? Go to the – it's like – there's eight, 
I think just go to se- go to seven. Go to the one that says radio. Walk out and you're good. Right <laughs> okay. there. I'll, I've, I've my very first game I ever did uh, or ever went to cover is I went to the radio booth, not thinking press box. I'm not even kidding. This was I want to say it was OU UTEP when they had the lightning delay. So we're going back a ways, and I remember walking around the radio booth going this. This is different for a press box, and it's like I'm like, oh wait, hold on, I'm in the, I'm on the wrong level. So it's happened, it's happened, but I got it majored now. You brought in a folder, and that folder is stacked with certificates because it's a magnification, Gary Cavins, of all the training that you've gone through to be uh, as as thorough as you can in understanding everything from, you know, crime scene cleanup to mold remediation to mold safety. It's a nonstop commitment that not just you have, but you, you've had for this for this company from day one. A hundred percent. You know, me and Jessica VT and Lindsay just completed a training uh, yesterday, receiving a new certification. And, you know, we're always training. We're always developing. And, you know, that's one of the big things that we always talk about, how we're always training. We're always developing. This stuff is cutting edge. Um, and it's important to hire somebody when it comes to water, fire, mold that knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Hire a professional. Don't hire Billy Bob in a pickup. Don't hire a guy that says, hey, I'm going to come do this for free uh, for this other half. You know, hire the guy that knows what he's doing, that has done the training, that the company uh, is based in training and understands. You know, I've uh, my eyes have... In the last couple of weeks, my eyes have been opened uh, to this industry in a way that they never have before. Um, and one of the things that my eyes have been opened about is mold. And, um, you know, mold is unhealthy for your family, unhealthy for your employees. It can cause sick building syndrome, which, you know, means you have a lot of your employees that are sick all the time, mm-hmm. uh, losing, you know, losing production at work and, and et cetera. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I've, has been open to my eyes on this is I've been doing a lot of hiring because we're growing. Mm-hmm. And so I want to hire, bring people in and start training them and developing them in our ways of doing business that are the proper ways. You know, we follow OSHA guidelines. We follow uh, EPA guidelines. We follow um, all of our cr- accreditation companies that we tr- we go through our training for their guidelines. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've learned in this industry by bringing these new people in from these um, other companies is that not everybody does that. Not everybody follows the book. Not everybody cares about the health and self, the health and well-being of their employees and the health and well-being of their customers. Um, and when you hire Cavens Group, um, that's what you're getting. We're going to care about the health and well-being of our customers, and we're going to care about the health and well-being of your customers, your family, your employees. And we make sure that we put all the precautions in. We use the proper safety equipment. We use the proper equipment when it comes to mold remediation. We use the proper testing investigation techniques, and we have set processes in place, not only from day one when we walk on there to find out what's going on, but from the last day when we clear it and we make sure that it's clear and it's a healthy environment. Um, And we make sure that, you know, that's important and it's really important. And um, so when you hire Cavens, keep that peace of mind that we, number one, we're always training, we're always developing, and number two, you're hiring a, a company that's not only local that can come in and they're going to care about you, your family, your employees, and 
make sure that it's a healthy environment for everybody involved and do it by the book. And that's mm-hmm. the important part because we're not cutting corners. We're not cutting corners. And I was amazed at some of the stuff that I've, I've been through the last couple of weeks that I've seen of some of these people and how they're trained from these other companies and they come in, they interview with us and they start with us. And I'm just blown away by the corners that they, the corners that they cut and they've been allowed to cut at other places. We don't allow that here. We never will. We never do. And um, health and we're a professional company, and we're worried about health and safety when it comes to mold, water, sewage, uh, fire, all that kind of stuff. So just keep in mind, um, you know, there may be a Billy Bob and a pickup out there that can do it, or there may be a national chain out there that's not sponsoring the football game tonight. Mm-hmm. But Cavens is your local company. We serve all of Oklahoma and the surrounding states. Um, we're giving back to the community, and we do it by the book. We're always learning. We're always developing, and we're always looking for new plays to put in the playbook to make it a better situation for everybody involved every day. I like the way you put that, new plays to put in the playbook, right? That's right. I feel like since we've been coming here, there's been you know, the addition of meth lab cleanups, the addition of crime scene and tear gas and biohazard cleanup. I mean, the emergency board up has always been there, but to the level it is now, I mean, it just, it's constantly growing, man. Uh, you, you say it a lot, one-stop shop, but it's real. And especially for those who need a maintenance department that don't have it, you need maintenance help. I mean, Cavens is high. JVT's out here. Jessica's rolling. She's grinding and she's doing it for you guys, for your safety and for the health of your uh, of your family and at least in a, the professional sense of your business and your property. It's a big deal. It is. It's a hundred percent. And and we take everything we we take everything serious. We take our development serious, and we take how we handle these jobs serious. And you know, and that's that's the important. You know, you want to know when it comes to water, fire, mold, hazmat, any of that kind of stuff, that you're going to have a company there that's professional that has the proper training, they know what they're doing, they can respond quickly, and they have the proper up-to-date cutting-edge equipment to deal with the issues. And that's what we are in Oklahoma. A couple of other things I want to hit before you get out. Again, Cavens Group bringing you tonight's Crosstown Clash. Norman, Norman, North Gary uh, will be on in the pregame show with Josh. But um, on the roofing side, you're very busy. Uh, I know Chris is ready now. It's, It's cooling off. Kind of, but yep. we're going to get hot again. That's but, right. But, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a time when you want to make sure as we get towards towards winter because everything, like, works hand in hand. Roofing issues, you don't identify them, can lead to leaks, which unidentified can lead to mold, which can lead to more serious damages. You can start from square one for free with a simple investigation by Chris to come check your roof out. A hundred percent. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call. Chris will come out there and check it out and see what's going on. So, you know, we got you covered. You know, our, our main thing that we do now is environmental. Yeah. Water, fire, mold, hazmat. But we still have the commercial maintenance and we still have the roofing, too. So, you know, pick up the phone if you need any of that. We're happy to help in any way we can. We've got some new logos. Up. I noticed that. I t- that one's going on the web. That's nice right there. Disaster response. But the, the most important thing then circling back is make sure you program that number, 800-594-4437. Program that in your cell phone. Right, and that's our regional number. We still have our local number, which is 405-573-3048, and our Tulsa Metro number, our local number, 918-282-7612. And you can always go to cavensgroup.com also. Very easy to navigate, well-put-together website. Anything we're missing out you want to make sure we hit on? No, I think we kind of covered everything, but we're just here to help, you know, we, you know, 
just program our phone number in because in a time of emergency, you're not going to be thinking about that stuff. Just call us, and we will respond quickly. We have guys on call 24-7, 365, um, and uh, when you call, you'll talk to a live person, and we'll respond quite a, right away. 405-573-3048, uh, and that regional number, too, 1-800-594-4437. Thanks, Gary. Thank you, This Chris. turned out perfectly, man. Well done. All right, that's Gary Cavins here at Cavins Group on a Thursday. We'll take a timeout. Come back with your text on the OU Arkansas State opener next on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref. A couple of big stories real quick from last night. Uh, new record for the largest attendance ever for a women's sporting event, 92,003 for Nebraska volleyball last night. Did you see it was also the largest and most attended game in the stadium's history? It drew more people than the football game does. Yeah, now, granted, that's you got crazy. All the seats on the field, so that makes a wee bit of a difference. But yeah, there's that. And then, uh, gosh, man, sad note. Sad note. Uh, according to different reports, NFL front office legend Gil Brandt has passed away. So rest in peace to a staple at Oklahoma Sooner Pro Days, a staple at Gosh, college football bowl games, I, the senior bowls and the um, Players Association Bowl. He was all about development and was integral, was integral in building the Cowboys franchise and building them to what they became. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sad about that, dude. He was a legend. And I worked with him a couple of times on Sirius XM Radio. Now, he's said, he said a few things that, you know, got him in a little bit of hot water. But sign me up for 91 years. I'm good with that, Josh. I'm, I can go for 91. RIP the legend, Gil Brandt. Were you familiar much with him? Came on this station. on. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, on a number of occasions. Um, yeah, a legend, obviously. An incredible life. Uh, sad, but uh, an sad incredible story, life. Yeah. 91, two-time Super Bowl champion, member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, we mentioned Sirius XM NFL, member of the Texas Hall of Fame, Cowboys Ring of Honor. Man, he is um, he was great. And he'd always talk to you, right? Even, even little old me, I'm like, hey, Gil, you know, Chris Plank, we work together. Um, what do you think of this guy? And he sat there and just talked your ear out for a little bit. Great dude, man. Sad to hear. Sad to hear. So rest in peace, Gil Brandt. All right, a um, couple of Knippemeyer Chevrolet texts. But Nick Saban is not happy, breaking news, right? We'll, we'll get to that later in the show. Sooner Steven writes, while looking for OUDNA last night, I found Coach's Corner on ESPN+, and I must say, nice Jordans, Plank. To be clear, Sooner Steven, I am not a sneakerhead. I don't for many understand the value of what is on my feet because to me they're my work shoes and they're what I wear when I run up and down the sidelines so when I do things like let them crease and probably not thoroughly take care of them I am sorry but those are the best shoes we've got those are three years old man those are awesome I love those they're the best Uh, enough about me Sooner Coetzel writes, why 
Why people are so up in arms over Marcus Major? Well, it's because he's been bit by injuries. I think True Sooner, Sooner Co. Wetzel, hit it on the head as well. True hits us up on the text line. People saw the bowl game and saw the excitement of the running backs, and that's awesome. Unfortunately, it's sometimes hard to see the whole picture. To use some Dino words, Majors was not a sexy choice. I agree with that, Josh. That's kind of what this comes down to, right? Excitement of the bowl game, the the prospects of the future that you, you kind of got maybe a little wrapped up in. And, and again, it's a first depth chart. So let, let's see how it plays out. I, I think that it signals Marcus Major absolutely will be a legitimate factor. And, and maybe so for Tawi Walker over the course of the season too. But I think definitely for Majors. And uh, I don't know that it means much more than that. I definitely don't think that it means that Javante Barnes or Sawchuck are out of the mix. I will say it's been interesting because I think it's I think it's the most outrage that we've had over a depth chart in a while, Josh. I kind of I kind of feel like as far as overriding disappointment with anything, I don't think I've seen anything quite like this in a minute. Maybe people were kind of shocked when Jaden Davis showed up atop the depth chart last year, right? That that was one. But yeah, I don't I don't remember quite the outrage like this has been. Hey, speaking of that, yeah, you know, we were talking yesterday about the aesthetics of the cornerback position. I hope it hammered home to you that Gentry Williams, he looks like a he looks like a dude. I mean, I don't know everything he did footwork wise, movement wise. But just when he trots out onto the field, I mean that's that's a, that's an NFL quarterback frame, a cornerback frame. Right. Let's see what happens in live bullets. Let's see what happens whenever the game's going on. But just from an aesthetic, which I've used a lot on this show, and I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I mean, you look at those corners and they look the part. But I don't remember Josh much. I mean, we got to go back to like Dominique Whaley. I think find the outrage that some of y'all have had over this right looking at the corners that are listed on this initial depth chart Mm -hmm. there are five that are six foot or taller five that's awesome and they all look at you I mean even you know we'll see how much we see of Josiah Wagner but you look at Wagner and he's a freshman you look at Macari B- uh, Vickers. You look at, he's a freshman, and you're like, whoa. Again, it don't matter if they can't play. It don't matter if they don't get, you know, uh, developed or don't take to the development that's provided for them. But yeah, it's you'll notice it if if you already didn't in the spring game. Uh, the 405 writes, we're rolling through the text on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Do you think we'll see 11 on and 11 off this year? Saw that, I believe the first time we saw it was Iowa State last season. I could be a game or two off, and we saw it on a few more occasions. What do you think, Josh? And by the way, just to be clear, I think it was nine on and nine off because the center and the quarterback stayed the same. But you think we see line shifts? I don't, uh, at least okay. not At least not initially. I, I would imagine the starters play a couple of series and – then if things uh, if things are going really well, then maybe after that. But 
I just uh, I don't think Oklahoma's treating this like a hockey line shift in uh, in week one. Do you? No, no, not at all. I think ever, I think everyone's going to play. I think they're going to play more. I don't think it's going to be as dramatic as oh, here comes some dudes that haven't played. I think you'll see them. I mean, listen, my hot take is I think Jackson Arnold's going to play in like a non mop up or a non blowout setting. I think in the in the first couple, maybe even into the third preseason game, I think he's going to get some series where maybe you're like, oh, 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 wow, okay, ten nothing game. Here comes Jackson Arnold, seventeen three or whatever. Second, I, I just I think how they use guys. I think it's going to be different, and I don't think it's going to require something like that. Though that was really cool when they did it. I'm not going to lie. And if you ever think that uh, my man Andrew Shepard is the spotter, doesn't earn his money, on that day, oh, man, did he. Two more? Do I have time for two more, two good ones? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Here's one from the 405. What shocks me is everyone raves about how good of a coach and recruiter DeMarco Murray is, and then the depth chart comes out and everyone questions his choice of starters. <laughs> isn't that isn't that what this station, what this show, what this medium is all about? You know, it's probably worth pointing out, though, it really isn't everyone. There's some people that I are, know, they, I know. They're really, there's a, some people that are very, very excited for Marcus Major. It, it definitely has been the most pronounced reaction. But, uh, you know, categorizing it as everyone's upset that it's Marcus Major starting or Tommy Walker is, is incorrect. Agreed. I'm sorry. Am I painting it that way? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I just I just, I, just feel like collectively we, we might be. Okay, okay. I don't want to paint anyone in a bad light. And I also, you know, I find this a lot. You know, my beloved Vegas Raiders, Josh, because of a few – few bad fans get painted with a very very broad brush just a few crazy people but i don't like whenever the whenever the voices of a few seem to dominate the overriding narrative i mean again i don't think we're getting like a rope dope here i don't think demarco murray and Brent Venables, when they talked about what they wanted to do at running back, I don't think it was, let's show the fans, we'll fool them, or we'll show them. One more quick one here, dude. Uh, Frozen Sooner. If Dylan Gabriel wants to come back next year, do you think the coaching staff will allow him, or do you think they'll talk him into transferring? Okay, so just heads up, Frozen Sooner. We did this show like two weeks ago, right, whenever True Sooner brought this up. I – I think Dylan Gabriel has made it clear that he's going off to the NFL. And I don't think anything's going to change it. I mean, he's got – I'm not saying that he's going to be an NFL starter, and I'm not saying that he's necessarily going to be a first or second-day draft pick. But I I do think there is that point where you're like, okay, I've accomplished about everything I can accomplish in, in college football. I mean, he's been, he's been in college since 2019. So I think he's probably reached that point to where it's like, all right, let's go. But, I, again, Brent Venable said it in his press conference on Tuesday 
when talking about prepping for 23, or 24, excuse me, what do he say, Josh? We know Dylan Gabriel's not going to be here next year. He did, yes. Uh, he, he went ahead and let everybody know that, which, like you're saying, I mean, probably Dylan Gabriel's plan, and then Oklahoma knows that they've got a really good one that Jeff yeah. Levy and this offense would, would like to go ahead and hand the yep. reins off to in Jackson Arnold. And, oh, by the way, you've got Hawkins coming in, so Sperry after that. It's Yeah, it's just time to keep the wheels moving. Quick break. It's 9.49. At the top of the hour, tonight is Coach's Corner. And I believe it's already dropped on ESPN Plus potentially tonight on the radio network. Josh, I'm going to play the one thing from Bill Beanbow and the one thing from Todd Bates that caught my ear that I think everyone needs to hear. And we'll get to that coming up at the top of the hour as you listen to The Plank Show on a Thursday from Cavens Group on The Ref. We're on the road today. At Cavens Group, 405-573-3048. With Josh on Plank. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Josh on Ref. I'm at Plank Show, and everybody should give us a follow at KREF Sports. Where KRFSports.tv, Josh Helmer, big one tonight. Cavens Group brings you the Crosstown Clash 630 pregame. We talked to Justin Johnson yesterday. Um... How you feeling overall? Or Justin Jones, excuse me, yesterday. How you feeling? What's what's the line on the game tonight, even though gambling on high school sports is definitely illegal? Kirk Herbstreet can't pick the game, I'm calling it. Right. Uh, I don't know, though. Being totally transparent with you, it's a tough one to get a read on because both teams have new quarterbacks. There's right. a lot of skill guys that have moved on from, from Norman and Norman North both. So I don't know. I, I really – it's one of these – games uh, in the rivalry where it's just tough to know what we're going to see tonight. Mm. So a pick em? Yeah, I mean I think that wow. it's I think that it's uh it's a rivalry game tonight. I I don't know what's going to happen. Do you and the Norman crew whenever you cross paths, do you guys give each other a look? Oh, I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not like that. I'm excited for that tonight. Thanks to Coach Jones. I've been talking with Coach Beller to get our Washington update. I, uh, I'm i pretty excited this week. It's a big one, Josh. Then Jones next week. Jones next week. That's definitely going to be must-watch Washington High School football TV. And I would just say a reminder Wouldn't be bad to go out and show a certain tight end a little bit more love, Sooner Nation. This this is one of the best days of the whole year for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you got the clash, and it's exciting, and football's back, and you're in that, okay, what are the final pieces of the puzzle that I got to put together before we, you know, get this broadcast rolling? And meanwhile, as you're doing that, you've got, you know, probably, you know, like Nebraska, Minnesota, one of the high-profile college games is starting so it's just a cool day. I'm really pumped about it. It's also one of the where I love this show. Like this is, you know, this is like one of my every everyday joys is getting to sit and talk sports with you, even though you're bailing out on the show tomorrow. But it's also one of wow. those days. <laughs> I don't really know if that was your choice though, was it? But um, it's one of those days too where I'm okay when the show's over. It's like all right, good, it's over. Let's- we Toby and I will joke about that. It's like I love this show, but when it's over on a game day, I'm really happy. So 
big day today. Here's uh, just real quick. I wanted to – Chad and Owasso has sent this in, and I think we've made this point. But he writes, Sawcheck and Barnes will very soon be atop the depth chart. People need to know, even Venable said it, because of availability, Barnes and Sawchuck are nursing injuries. Well, I don't know if they're still currently nursing said injuries, Chad, but I know for a fact that Gavin Sawchuck has not been as, what's the term that Brent Venables used? Available? He hasn't been as available through camp as maybe Brent and DeMarco might have hoped. And I don't know if, I think DeMarco has kind of an old school feel to him too. I think it, if your leg isn't falling off, right, it's like you better get out there and run. <laughs> I'm, I'm being somewhat facetious. Like my dad would always say, if your arm is – you can go out there and do your – is your arm falling off? Can you not pick up the trash bag? All right, we'll go do your chore. Still kind of scarred from that. But I, I can't help but wonder if it's, all right, let's 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 see, are you going to push through this or are you going to end up in the training room the whole time? But, yeah, no, I, you're right. I think you've, that's the eventuality – but Barnes was even hurt most of last year. So, and what he's nursing that he came off of from the spring games, not an easy thing to bounce back from. But, no, well, I agree with you, Chad. All right, a lot, a lot of really good stuff on the text line. We'll get to it next. But tomorrow night, or tonight, 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 it's Coach's Corner. We'll tease the two things that caught my eye the most next.